think that's about where I like it. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering. Uh, this is, um, we're going to experiment with this um, this first song on this episode. Oh man, okay. I'm this um, is a, this is, so this is welcome to Marketing Misfits episode I think thirty five. Um, yes, Katie. Yeah, <laughs> that Katie. <laughs> this this is the the sports episode. We're gonna talk a little bit about sports. Um, <laughs> that was completely on accident. Not even really. <laughs> oh yeah, they lined up. Give me some. Yes, uh, sir. Nailed that. There's a song that we all know about a player that we all like from an artist that we all like, but I don't think many of us listen to this song. So I'm just going to... I don't like all the I think I know what's going to happen. You know going to happen? I think I do. Go ahead. I want to be the best. Lil Wayne, come here, Brian. I knew the topic and I know Mike. I was like, I know exactly what this is. Fair enough. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Marketing Misfits, episode 35. This is our sports episode. I am Mike Summers. Dave Smith. Stu Cornelius. Jeff McHenry. That's why I play the game. He's the best player in the game. It's just that simple. There's nothing that Kobe Bryant can't do. He will defend your best player. He will shoot from the perimeter. He will get all in your muck. He will do whatever it takes. He is the most complete basketball player in the game today. Bar none. He has an assassin's mentality. I said this week, I said this when the trade went down. And I'll repeat it again. Who started? You gotta drop drops in there. More than Kobe Bryant. There is no one. Kobe doing work. on my shirt. He the greatest on the court. Oh man, yeah, I'm a Kobe Bryant fan and a, and a Lil Wayne fan, but but this song was not good. <laughs> as long as you know that, I was like, you're gonna do this to Chief Keith Kobe. Yeah, whatever, whatever. I, know, I know exactly. <laughs> I, I don't, that was the debate. Yeah, yeah, how did Chief yeah, Keith Kobe know? Uh, but I also thought about um, uh, Young Jeezy twenty three twenty four. Ooh, I like that. That yeah, was a good one. But it like takes too long to get to the chorus. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's so, right. um, yeah, it was. It was, it was about right. Yeah, it was a lot going through my head. Uh, this is our sports episode. Um, so it's tough to, to know where even to start this episode. Um, I know where to start. Go for it. You got to tell them what's what just happened in the NBA today. I was just about to say that's the person hours yeah. ago. So today is August twenty fifth, to the twenty 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 six twenty six. August twenty sixth, twenty twenty. Still Mamba Week, um, and we're going to talk about a few different sports things going on today. But but it is the first round of the NBA playoffs. Um, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks just. Uh, Refused to go out and play game five of the the first round of NBA finals. They're up three one, um, and in order to um, raise awareness, yeah, yeah. raise a, awareness um, to what's going on in Wisconsin right now. Uh, yeah, um, all the games are canceled. Yeah, so yeah. all the game, the whole <laughs> NBA playoff slate is done. The Milwaukee Brewers ain't playing today, um, so they've they've done all that to raise awareness about everything that's going on. Yeah, and, and and if you don't know what's going on, which I'm sure if you don't know now, you'll, you'll know by the, um, the podcast. Um, Jacob Blake um, was shot seven times in, in, in the back um, by police officers walking to his car um, in front of his children. We, we don't exactly know what happened beforehand. We don't exactly know anything, but we also know somebody should be shot seven times in the back of their, their, in their back. Yep. I actually watched a, uh, uh, Hannity, um, Sean Hannity. 
Sean Hannity, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fox. Fox News? Yeah, Sean. I just make sure his name, first name is Sean. Um, recap on it, and, and I think there's another narrative that's going on about he was a sex offender and and had threatened people with guns before and, and, and some other things. Um, so I don't know if that'll, that'll be a topic of conversation a week from now when, when people listen to this podcast, but but that's out there. Either way, stop shooting black men in their back seven times in front of their children. It, that could have ricocheted and, and hit his child. Like, it, it's... I, I just don't understand it. It's 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 definitely effective. I can mm-hmm. tell you right now, uh, looking at the Twitter timeline, uh, 14 out of the 30 trends are NBA related. And Detroit Lions uh, paused their practice yesterday. And the Milwaukee Brewers are not playing tonight as yep. well. Yep. Okay. So totally different sport. Um, so I, I think the NBA games are, are stopping, period, for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still finding out things as, as we're having this podcast. Yeah. Um, but last thing I saw was that the Lakers were, were having a, a, a quorum, um, which I'm sure they're coming out of it. I'm not playing, probably. Yeah, they're um, not playing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's where we are. I mean, otherwise, the bubble has been su- successful. Yeah, the bubble has been successful. <laughs> All things considered. So, 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 so let's talk about this a little bit. Um, POV on, um, let's just, let's, let's get a little bit focused on the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, POV on Milwaukee specifically. Um, no one else. Um, Milwaukee specifically um, and Orlando Magic not playing their game today. Um, effective, not effective. I love that they're leading the charge. Um, I love that it was Milwaukee that was the first to announce that they're not playing. Um, and to actually, let me take that statement back. They never announced it. They just did it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what made it so impactful is that there wasn't any pre-dialogue about this is what we're thinking about doing and we're not going to play. It was like, yo, I'm just not pulling up. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> right. like, so the game ain't happening. And everyone found out at the same time. And you know what's crazy? I was thinking about this on the way here. I was like, every time we get in the studio, NBA basketball stops. Because the last time we was here was oh, – <laughs> I was like, the point. last time we were here was when uh, all the games got canceled, the coronavirus, yep. which is obviously a completely different thing. But I would just want to go back to the point that I love that it was Milwaukee uh, that, that led the charge there. Yeah, when, when I first saw it, um, I'll be the bad guy because I, 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 I wasn't sure – I, w- I I love that one. I love that they did it, um, and, and I think it brings awareness. And I think it was the right thing to do. And I think they're going to have the right place in history. Uh, my immediate reaction was I wasn't sure if that's what I would have done or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to process if I was in those shoes, would I have done it? And, and honestly, I don't think if they would have done it, I think LeBron James would have played tonight too. So, so I, I, I think it, it would have kind of kept going. Um, Particularly as as I started even to relate them as Milwaukee and Wisconsin, it became yep. even more evident to me that they should have done it. At the same time, I don't know if, if I have to live in Wisconsin in order for it to be relevant and somebody needs to do it. So I, that, that's just like my internal journey that I, I went through trying yeah. to figure it out. Yeah, I think the other piece of it, too, is that apparently inside the locker room, the Bucks were on a conference call with the Wisconsin Attorney General, uh, Josh Paul, and Lieutenant Governor uh, Mandela Barnes. So, like... They not only did not play, but they were also starting to make actionable steps to affect change, and I, and I thought that that was incredibly powerful. Don't talk about it, be about it. I um, I'm not gonna say anything negative regarding this. Fuck it, like this is all positive. Um, I, what I really hope, and and I guess the uh, 
critical, I guess would be the word that you would use, the critical angle is just, let's just make sure that we do something after this. And we is the collective human being group of all of us, right? This is, this is a... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to be serious. Mike, Mike can't open his bottle. To get this wine <laughs> and I'm trying to be serious. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, it's real. Nah, I mean, so so in this situation, the reason why I love it, because I, I think a lot of people struggle with, with that, is like, okay, so what is this going to solve? Um, I, I My response to people is usually this, that it's so easy to escape this if NBA basketball is being played. Mm-hmm. And so you spend the day thinking, oh, we about to get have hoops. We can escape. We can, you know, we can kill, you know, kick it, relax, watch the game. Um, it's great that this is happening when it did. Like, because Kyrie wanted it to happen before. For those that don't know this, yep. Kyrie Irving yep. boycotted the start of the season or the restart of the season um, within the, the bubble. And so I think this is better. And I didn't at the time. Um, because at this point, playoff basketball has been happening. Yep. And so people have gotten their taste of it working and all of it. Everyone's been safe. It's been fantastic. Um, and now they're not playing and for a very great cause. Um, and I want to take it a step further because now I'm looking at the NBA brand and I, and, and it's so counter to what the NFL is that it's, it's, it's like while the NBA is not a black owned business. I feel mm-hmm. better about supporting the league, knowing that the league supported this. There's no way this could have gone down if the league didn't get the notification they needed or gave the green light or showed their support because they understand the power that the players have. And I give them a lot of credit for that, and it makes me want to support the NBA more. I can so, tell you that So right a few now. questions I have for you guys. Um, and yeah. these are these – are, uh, Critical questions, but not criticizing the act because I think the act was yep. was right, and we'll look at history as this act mm-hmm. was right. Yep. So, so critical questions: um, Does it matter to you, or should it matter to them that it was the players versus the league who started this? I think that I'm going to roundabout <laughs> answer your question. I think that everything that is happening, Black Lives Matter, written on the court, the back of the jerseys, this is just the natural progression. There's no way that you know, the league would be comfortable and or amplify this is, you know, this in terms of um, bringing light to social justice. If the next progressive step was, Hey, if some other shit pops off, we may just walk out. I feel like this Mm. is just par for the course at this point, man. They know that it's a, it's a serious issue and without action, no change will happen. Yeah. I mean, player empowerment's a real thing. I mean, I think to Stu's point earlier, you look at the structure of both the organizations, right? So like commissioner Adam Silver has power over the league. He can make decisions. He understands that the players are not only the face of the league, they make things go. Mm-hmm. He has to be in service of them at all times. Roger Goodell on the other side is at the service of the 32 NFL team owners. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to understand that there's layers to that relationship as well. So it's Goodell, sorry, it's owners top, then Goodell, and then the players who are somehow trying to build some sort of rapport with the owners and Goodell, and neither of those things are happening. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's also important to understand the power dynamics that are at play because, yes, the NBA players have way more autonomy than any NFL player does. Now, the NFL players should, in 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 whatever way they can, fight for the for social justice and issues of that nature, which they do in their own respective ways. 
but it's not the same situation as what the NBA players have uh, in that organization. So, so with that being said, and this is this is part of the reason why I struggled with the when when you're trying to understand what I would do. We're still going to work, and we are all black men, and we work for these big ass companies. We're still going to work, and then two consistently we uh, ask for our companies to do more. Yep. So I, I'm, I, but but to give full context to the situation that Facebook had a day where their employees didn't show up. Their black employees didn't show up, right? Because of George Floyd and because of how the company responded to um, our president's remarks on the platform. I, I think the important thing to add there too, though, is that we, as we know from who is our president of the United States, we are a country that's obsessed with celebrity. So to that point, all of these different athletes have way more power than the four of us saying we're not going to work, Agreed. period. Agreed. And to the point that I just brought up earlier, these athletes are on the phone with different people in Congress mm-hmm. trying to get like laws enacted. Mm-hmm. They can push the button. So I think that like them saying that we're not going to play for your entertainment and them being also able to go out and have the conversations with the people they need to have to affect that change is a completely different power structure. Because You know what I mean? There's two points there. Go ahead. Four tech companies control 20% of the the stock market, Facebook being one of them. So it is still impactful for people to use their – everyone has a role to play in this fight. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, some I agree with that. Tout, I agree with that. Some people tout or wield a different, a bigger sword. Mm-hmm. But I think that while in saying that, in saying that, you know, we still go to work. Like I want to make sure that we understand that we're getting to the point in American culture where we understand the power that we have to force decision making. Yes, I agree with that. That would land on our on our side, which traditionally our parents never had that. Yes. GE wasn't doing none of this shit when our parents <laughs> were, were doing what they were doing. And I think that the biggest credit we could give to the NBA is the fact that they do understand who their audience is and who their employees are mm-hmm. and the power that they wield within American yeah. society. And, and I and I love that. They're not trying to be counter to that. They're yes. trying to enable that. Yeah. Yeah. They want this to happen because if they didn't, you would have a NFL Roger Goodell situation where he's like, four years later, we should have listened to Cat. We're like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the conversation, my friend. Yeah. I And I agree with everything you said. I guess the – and I'm not justifying this. Mm-hmm. I'm just making the point. Fair. Is yeah. that the NBA athletes also know they can. Absolutely. And, like, and, and, and I think it's important to make a distinction between what the NBA players should do and what the NFL players should do because mm-hmm. the NBA players know they can. Like, I don't, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they would, though. I agree they have, with, I agree which is great. That, but it's, it's easier to act on something yes. when you feel like you have the empowerment to no do question. so. No question. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that, that's the only thing that I'm, that I'm pushing on. <laughs> Mike, 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 you look, you still look a little conflicted. Like, no, uh, say, say it. Just, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not conflicted. I'm not conflicted on, on the situation at all. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what the, I know whatever I say on this podcast is not going to end racism. So it's very difficult for, for me. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mess with you. I, um, so I just, uh, and, and this is, and, and I'm starting to get the area in, in which I'm trying to prevent of um, black people. I, I think we, we, you can get fatigue. 
you can get fatigued from from explaining the same thing over and over again, which you feel so passionately about, and the the importance of it doesn't diminish. Um, and, and you get to a certain point of like, are they just not listening to me? Do they not give a fuck? Mm. And it, we we felt that way over years and years and years, and therefore we just shut up. Um, we just stopped talking about it, and we just kind of just talked about it amongst ourselves because we they didn't understand. We got tired of explaining ourselves, mm-hmm. and I, I start to feel a little bit of that, unfortunately. And and I try to not have that mentality in my actions, um, but but it, it it's exhausting. And when I look at yeah. um, and I look at basketball players um, not going in and playing basketball, and I think about myself, and I'm like, I'm still going into work. Like am I not am I not doing the right thing? So it, it there mm. there's 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 a lot of internal struggles that I have over yeah. it. Yeah, and, and it's not the aspect of like them doing the wrong thing because I think they're doing the right thing. It, it's just but, processing. But I think to go back sure. to Stu's point, like everybody has a role in the fight. You Amen. know what I mean? So like I think to that point, it's not a matter of questioning whether you should or you shouldn't go to work because NBA players are. You know what you're doing at work is valuable, man. Like it's pushing the conversation forward in the way that it needs to be pushed forward. So I think. It's about knowing that the thing that you're doing and that you're bringing to the world has value. And it's less about comparing it to what somebody there else is doing. There it is. Doing. And yeah. similar to, to, to ahead, the point Dave. that Jeff said in terms of the NBA players are boycotting because they know that they can. You also know the lines that you can cross and or, yes. you know, tap, you know, tiptoe over at work mm-hmm. yes. in order to push the agenda for progressive yes, black culture. And you're doing it right and now. You're doing with, exactly. With Band-Aid and you did it with Jordan Brand during that time, right? Exactly. Like that that's the role that you have to play in this fight to Correct. make whatever it's supposed to look like for the next generation to feel like, oh, we got somewhere that we we took a step in the right direction for us to be successful, for us to be feel seen, for us to feel counted. Um yeah, and I, and I I think that the NBA players you know, have have transitioned away. I think the biggest disservice that Michael Jordan did in his time as being the brand ambassador was the Republicans buy sneakers thing. Yeah. And you're now looking at where we are right now. So look at that time. What is that? Let's say 30-ish years ago, 30, 40, 30, 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. And all the way to now, I don't know that Michael Jordan's not playing basketball right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I I give a lot of credit to this generation of players that understand the power that they wield yeah. beyond the talents that they display on the court. Period. Yep. Yep. That's big. That's huge. That That's progress. That's what it's supposed to look like. Yep. Um, so I think this is a big, this is going to be a big time. You, you're going to recall this 20 years from maybe like, yo, where were you when the NBA player said, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love it. Um, all right, so we'll go. We'll go a little bit more positive. That was a great uh, conversation. I'm sorry, that was like really it. therapeutic. I, like, that, that I feel was, good that about that. Fantastic. I agree with you. I agree with you. Before we walk away, I just want to give us some facts to root ourselves in because it's important. So, per L. Duncan, we've only seen NBA players boycott a game once. It was an exhibition game in 1961, and Bill Russell, with a handful of other Celtics, set out. In protest of racial injustice. There it is. Give Bill Russell his flowers. You know what I'm so saying? Like, Please. This is, this is not something that happens all the time. No. I so mean, they even, I mean, even, I, I think the only, the, maybe the second time after that, that potentially was going to happen was when Magic Johnson was going to play. 
Mm, yeah, yeah, and it was the AIDS yeah. thing. That was yeah. a big, that was a big yeah. deal. You see what I'm saying? And so when you think about that, well, you had a whole season of we, at least one or two boycotts. We had one. I think we had two. The, but those were, that but those were the, uh, collective bargaining. Of, exactly, yeah, because exactly. of bread. Yeah, yeah. Which, 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 not for nothing, also important in terms of where we are right Equity. now. Right? Yeah, yes. right. Yes. Because you can't do this work. If you don't feel like you yep. you have the equity within the NBA to feel like it's going to matter. Yep. Yes, sir. Or that you matter, rather. All right. Well, we start off this week very positively um, with Mamba Week. It's like, I thought it was Mamba Day, and then it turned That's into a Mamba week. That's Mamba Week, baby. Yeah, it turned into you know it. That's Kobe, it was, baby. It was a birthday, then it was Mamba Day, and I was like, oh, it's a whole week. Yeah, I was excited. Mm, I was excited. Nike's yeah, um, so damn lucky, man. I feel like I feel like Jeff's the, the expert in this subject. Maybe you should recap us on the Mamba Week. Oh, uh, man. Uh, so... Well, uh, it's just going <laughs> going back to the top of the week. So basically, what's happened? Um, if you guys haven't seen it, so there was first the uh, the spot that uh, Wyden Kennedy uh, Portland came out with uh, the excellent spot, excellent commercial uh, about Kobe uh, featuring a voiceover from Kendrick Lamar, and essentially what's happening throughout the week. Uh, Nike's not only um, they've they've donated uh, a bunch of money to uh, Kobe's charity, but in addition to that. Uh, and I might have misquoted that, but they've also uh, what one million dollars, one million, one million dollars. dollars to um uh, Mamba Academy, yeah, to mm-hmm. Mamba Academy, and then what they're going to be doing throughout the week is they're releasing a whole bunch of different products, uh, so a whole bunch of his different uh, sneaker lines and so forth. I think uh, it's five. Five different, different ones, sneakers right? and, and and the uh, the black uh, Mamba jersey with the eight on the I think eight on the front, twenty four on the back. You got it. Yep. Um, yep. 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 Yeah, man. With the resale on that one is they they just re. I checked yesterday. It was sold out at first, and they just sent a second wave uh, of jerseys out. Um, That's amazing. Smalls were gone, so I didn't order it. But I probably should have just got a medium and sold it. But if I got it, I probably would have framed it and kept it in the house anyway. So. On as you should. On StockX, the lowest um, resale bid for that jersey is nine forty. It's Kobe Bean, baby. That's Ooh. part of history. I like the jerseys that they had on um, with the Mamba print. Yes. The Lakers, yes. that was the scales. sweet. Yes. Oh my god! Yeah, the twos. That joint was dope. With the twos. <laughs> was dope. LeBron wore this eight twenty four jersey in, and I don't yeah. know if they peed it, but right before you went to the door, he did like this whole little like um, he did a spin. He did a spin, <laughs> and I called what? it out. I, I was talking, looking at I hated Leah. the shirt he wore under it. I was like, did we just see that spin? You wear black tee, you weirdo. I think what he was trying to show us 824. I think it was intentional. Yo, I'm watching this game on 824, and I forgot that the Lakers were playing that night against Portland. I said, ain't no way the Lakers going to lose You on cannot lose. And no. on top of that, I was like, Kobe out here like Kadeem Harrison and six man, bro. He over here like uh, knocking all the shots yeah, out yeah. of everything. Like, I was like, I ain't never seen the Blazers play this bad. Like, it was. Yes. Terrible. Yes. And, 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 and that was hard. I'm to glad watch. you said it because to, to establish why it's Mamba Week. So 8:23 is Kobe's um, birthday. 8:24 uh, represents the August 24th. 8:24 represents the two numbers that he wore for for the Lakers. 8 and 24. Um, and then in the actual game, uh, they all had a when they had the, the black Lakers kind of black Mamba jersey on, uh, and then had a number two with a heart on it for um, Gianna. Um, on the right shoulder. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I'm, man. I, I miss him, man. I, and one of the things they were talking to, like, and it just almost brought tears to my eyes. They were talking about, like, what Kobe would have been like in the bubble, like in that environment yeah. with all that basketball he he being played thrived. and being there, you know, probably with his he did, daughter. He, he would have thrived. That's you know kind of what, what I mean? he does. 
anywhere. That, right. that would, that <laughs> would have been like, like that. Literally, is just basketball like, university. Yeah, like utopia, heaven. You know what I mean? Him just being around all that basketball, being around the players, being able to talk to him, to probably coach him, tell him what they're not doing right. Like yeah. him in the bubble would have just. I don't know. Nike did a so great special. job with that too, man. I think they did a great job in terms of the, they got Kendrick to do. Yeah. The voiceover for their Nike commercial. They leaned in really heavy on Twitter. We had a branded like for it. So when you liked any tweet that had Mamba mentality as a hashtag, you got the you got the Mamba um Nike symbol would pop mm. up. Yeah, and then dope. and then the heart would, would uh would stay there. Um and you know, I think Nike really never loses in these moments, but I think they've been really tender. Like they they've found a way to not like overly brand it because I think some brands can overly over rotate when it comes mm-hmm. to this. It's like, yo, the moment is what it is. It's beautiful. Don't bring your, your marketing shit to it. Um, and they did a really good job of doing that in a way that was, that was inspiring. And it also made you remember, um, his work ethic. Like everyone, yeah. everyone looks at what the mountaintop is. And when a, when a person gets there, either they drop a movie or they win a championship or whatever, uh, but they don't talk about the journey it takes to get there. And I think that that's the one thing about Kobe's story that you can never, ever forget. I mean, the guy shot two air balls in a big never yeah, play. You can't ever forget that. And he was yeah. like, you know what? I, that will never happen to me again. And I think as professionals, we've done that. We've had meetings where we bombed. We're like, yo, I'm always going to be prepared because this feeling sucks. Yeah. I never want to feel that. And so I, I always will remember Kobe for the person that he is. He's a, He was a worker and he was a person that – wanted to be the best it didn't say it but actually did the actions that it took to get to that point yeah and what i'll add to that is what i loved about that commercial is like kobe inspired us all to be better and like and it was just such a simple insight and when you think about the notion of being better in all these different facets of life so they showed people in the protests trying to create a better world when he said better father like four times i was like oh my god like this is like this is incredible you know what i mean and so just the fact that Kobe, in his Mamba mentality, inspired us all to be better, and you see that kind of going through all these different facets of culture, man. I just thought that was super powerful. And Kendrick, body, oh that my beat. god, here, body, here, body, pull up to Kenner. One thing I want to talk about is the the actual bubble, and um, mm-hmm. so so the bubble then so well executed. Um, and, and for those of you who don't know, I think most people know. Um, the bubble was in Orlando at, at Disney World. All the players went in there, had a quarantine, or, or, or um, in this bubble cannot leave, um, and uh, for, to play the entire to finish off their scrimmages, then regular season, then then the playoffs. With that, um, they cannot invite anyone else externally in in until the mm-hmm. round two of the playoffs, which gets through to eight teams. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into that piece, well, ask you guys. So, so they have done a, an excellent job of piping in. Um, crowd music or crowd sound into yep. the, both the arena as well as TV um, and in, in the stadium since there were no fans Microsoft Teams has um, kind of filled the stadiums with people doing virtual seats yeah the, the ultra stadium. ultra court side yeah what, what, what Microsoft Teams and, and, and the site the or ultra yeah. Um, and ultra, uh, Michel- ultra, Michel- 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 ultra, ultra yeah, yeah. ultra yeah. and they did uh, a they we have a tweet activation there too so Twitter is like Whenever a player scores, they're showing up the different tweets of people's reactions. Yeah, on the, on the platform as well. Twitter's so ingrained, I don't even look at it as like activations anymore. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. it's a part of culture. NBA <laughs> Twitter is a thing. Like you know, what I'm saying, I, I think it's all it's very it's very organic. I think the NBA has been uniquely positioned for this situation. Yep. 
weirdly um, because, again, this is this is all about a game of who leaned into technology first. And if you were already on it before, you are you are definitely reaping the harvest right now. Let me tell you, I do not miss looking at live fans and no, maybe not at all. that's because i'm a fan yeah. and you know but, i can't um, afford lakers tickets that's that's why I just, that's why I, <laughs> real talk <laughs> i think that the and this is someone who has minimal knowledge on production value but like as i watch the game i feel like it's the same nba i used to look at on thursday night yeah, on saturday night like it, it gives me that same energy mm-hmm. you know the the cut throughs i love seeing for example when a uh, seth curry was playing, yeah. you know, you Ooh, saw the whole Curry, you saw the whole Curry family on the digital screen. I think the digital screen for me at this point is almost like a true definition of fandom, if you will, right? Like, 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 yeah, there's fans who come to the stadium, but now you got these people who are paying bread to sit in front of their computer just so they can be. You a didn't part pay bread for that seat, as far as I know. I don't think that's just free. Mm, no, I think you you go through like a Twitter. Uh, yeah, it's like a it's, Twitter. It's a, okay. yeah, it's a it, you you be you you get selected. Okay. And it's like yeah. an RSVP thing. But not everybody can do you, it, I guess, at the better everybody point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Inclusivity. Yeah. Yes. And, and so, obviously, like, the Waynes are always going to get through. The um, Elgin Baylor was on the other night during the yeah. Laker game. So, yeah. You, you I go. think Dirk. I thought Dirk. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, other, yeah. I, I, either way, NBA, my favorite sport for a reason. Easily. I feel like the, yeah. be, the best league in America, the best league, I think. The best league in America, hands down. By far. Um. That was the extra activation, and we also yeah. didn't even talk about the 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 two day turnaround testing that they were they get tested every day, bro. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, they have a whole innovation, they baby. Have a whole the, the wristbands, y'all gotta listen yeah, to the episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, go, yeah, yeah. man. Don't be promoting no podcast on my. I ain't own. say nothing. I ain't yeah. saying nothing. <laughs> 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 NBA leading the charge, man. I got All a lot right. of respect for those leaders. Before over we get kicked out of here, um, before we wrap up the podcast, last topic, one again, two. Um, Washington football team has their first black president. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. Yeah. I mean, duh. Well, okay. <laughs> PR, PR I'll, nightmare. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. And I don't know if I should bring this up because we got to leave soon. But I feel conflicted. And I feel, I feel conflicted because I'm glad that the brother has a position, but I also know that he has got a disaster on his hands with that team. That's the only time they get black people And stuff. so to that point, it's like, I've, and I've been big on this. I've said this on different panels and different discussions. It's bringing people of color into the position and giving them the opportunity, but also making sure that they're set up for success. Amen. And this brother, I don't know if he's being set up for success. And I hope that I'm wrong. I really hope that I'm wrong, but I but I'm suspicious. But what? I, but Jeff, I think that's an excellent point, and I think that's what we want for people. But on the other hand, I think that we all know that when you come into a business, sometimes you have to accept a challenge. And I think what's dope about this particular brother is he's prepared for the challenge. That's true. And if that's just his background in the NFL, his background as a consultant, um, I do agree that it's an uphill battle. But I feel like, you know. I don't give a fuck about the Redskins, but I feel like at least in Washington this case football they team. football team. Yes. <laughs> you see how hard it is to forget. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Well, well, what I have an ongoing struggle with in, in just general when we talk about like um, social justice and BLM, and, and, and it relates to the NBA conversation. It, it's hard for me to separate when we're benefiting individual black people versus um, talking about kind of societal black black conversation so for instance if a black person doesn't go out and play basketball they don't get paid 
it doesn't help that black person who's going to have a black family who's going to contribute to society in a different way. It does bring awareness to this this matter. So I, I consistently struggle back and forth. Of I want to support black individuals because mm-hmm. I know that has a I know what the impact is on society. At the same time, I I, I want them to use their power to to affect other things too. And it's the same thing for this this Washington Redskins conversation or Washington Washington football, football team, team. <laughs> conversation. So so, 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 let me, so let me say this. So let me say this. I think it's important that he has a position, but I also think it's incredibly important that he succeeds in the position because Agreed. here's the thing you got to understand, especially as it relates to the NFL head coaches, right? Black coaches in the NFL have a very, 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 very small rope in terms of them. If they don't have like a winning season in the first two seasons, they're gone. Mm-hmm. On top of that, the majority of them are all ex-players. So for whatever reason, they don't feel like anybody who hasn't played the sport professionally can coach the sport except when it comes to people that are not people of color. You can still be successful and still get fired. Lovey Smith, right? 100%. So what I'm saying is that – what I what I always become suspicious of, which is why I brought up the point earlier, is like, oh, you putting him up there because you want him to fail so that you can have an excuse to never do this again. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's why it's so important for him to be successful. And it's unfair, and we all know this, but it's important that this brother succeeds because if he succeeds, there's get more and more people get that opportunity, and then we start getting some of that equity that we were speaking about earlier. But he's got to do well. It's, yeah, that's, it's the, that's the Barack important. Obama. That's exactly. the to get the country in a terrible shape, yes. turn it around, and you yes. still hate me. I mean, it's a lose lose, by the way, just so we're clear. Oh no, I know. If he if he if he turns it around, it's like great in Washington, we love you, but you know, you know, we might we might we might still never do this again. Like there's a it, active, once you leave <laughs> an active investigation yeah. against that team right now yeah, against yeah. Dan Snyder. So it's like, and he's walking into that environment yeah. like that's Slider, crazy. He, he hasn't he hasn't set anyone up for success. Let's be clear. Remember, their head coach is also a minority. Mm-hmm. Ron Rivera Ron is Rivera. a Latin, yep. Latinx gentleman. Very true. One, what do you think what, about what, that? One of three. One of, one of three. One of four. Yeah, that's how many. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. You're that's right. how many minority coaches are in football. Sure. In a sport that is what seventy percent, seventy percent black. Yes. Uh, seventy, yeah, seventy four, seventy four percent, seventy three percent, like, yeah, it um, okay. <laughs> Mike, like y'all touched on everything. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, really thank you, to drop thank this. you. <laughs> Mike been waiting <laughs> to drop this. Like, I don't know what y'all <laughs> talking about. I'm trying to drop right, this back. I got that heat. I got that heat. Yeah. Going on I got that heat. <laughs> Let's take the Bow Wow version. <laughs> right. Also, didn't mind the Bow Wow version to be honest. I didn't hate it. I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, basketball is my favorite sport. But I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Come on, <laughs> my favorite roll. play is the alley you. <laughs> <laughs> like the pick and roll, like the give and go. Yeah! <laughs> Don't give me stone on the ghetto girl lyrics. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to episode thirty-five of the Marky Misfits podcast. I am Mike Summers, Dave Smith, Stu Cornelius, Jeff McHenry. Shout out to the Lakers, 2020 NBA champs.
the Lakers come back. Right. Speaking to existence. Oh, number one, Warriors about to kill next year. I like the way you dribble up and down the coast. The microphone, so it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks. Take the two. I'll tell y'all, rappers used to be terrible, man. Don't let them fool you. Don't let them fool you. It was so simple. You just look at things in the room. Also, white, and so is the. <laughs> that is white. So He's like that is white, and so is the wall. Yeah, like, yeah. I like to play the game of basketball. Like <laughs> I was trying to say, the, the walls are white, and so is the engineer. <laughs> That's what I was going for. I just, I just couldn't get it out of my head fast enough. Basketball. That's always been my thing. I like Magic Bird and Bernard King, and number thirty-three, my man, Curry. It's the center 